is up, everybody? Happy Monday to you if you're listening to this on the day it comes out. I am Caleb, and I'm here with... Tim. Tim Farr, the man, the myth. He's not a legend yet, but we're going to get him to legend status very soon, I get the feeling. Are we? Yeah. All right, cool. That's going to be my New Year's resolution for 22. (laughs) Make me a legend? Is to make Tim Farr a legend. All right. And I'm going to figure out how to do that. A, I don't know what it takes, what it's required to become a legend. I don't either. Well, we're going to find out in 22, my friend. What is that Sandlot quote when Babe Ruth comes in? Uh, uh, the quote is, uh, I'm Babe Ruth, and I'm a freaking legend. <laughs> That's the exact quote. It's like heroes or No, man, I something. got it. <laughs> oh, God, what is it? Uh, Legends never die? I'm know. Babe Ruth, and I'm a legend that has never died. Okay, perfect. Yep. Great. Awesome. So we're, uh, we're hanging out today. Uh, this is the last episode that this show will do. Uh, before Thanksgiving, which is kind of exciting. I'm looking at the holiday season like this. Thanksgiving is the appetizer. Mm -hmm. Christmas is the main course. And then New Year's is just a nice little dessert. It's not healthy for you. You don't want to be up that late, but you're going to do it anyways. That's that's the dessert. Maybe. I usually go to bed before midnight. Do you? We've stayed up till midnight, like Kate and I have, the past Mm -hmm. three, four years, whatever it's been. We did have, I will tell you this, we had our worst New Year's together already, Whoa, I would well, say. Good. Uh, we, I guess. <laughs> no, I actually well, had to work. Oh, So I was awful. working on a deployment for some things for work, uh-huh. and then my cat, Selena, my pride and joy, she got sick. Aww. And like I could tell it was bad because I opened up a can of uh, canned food, and she just looked at me and then just plopped down on the Aww. bed. So I had to, we took her into the vet. And the the vet at this place had very poor bedside manner. He was making it sound like, well, we don't know if she'll make it. Or I'm like, no. It turned out it was just an infection. And they gave her an antibiotic and she recovered. Good. Was back home the next day. But I spent that night crying while drinking champagne. As you do. As one does. (laughs) I I have learned, though, champagne is probably the worst alcoholic beverage for my body. It just doesn't handle champagne Uh, at all. I can't say I'm a huge fan of champagne. I like the flavor of it. I think it tastes great. But then, like when we were at the wedding, I had one and a half um, glasses of champagne. And I'm like, that's enough for me? Because I think the bubbles just killed my stomach. Yeah, that's about it. Like, toast for a wedding, and I'm done with champagne. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. Also, I knew I had to drive that night. Yes. So um, I I was literally, Kate and I were the last people to leave. That's so wrong that on so many levels. I don't know. what We did it wrong in some ways, yeah. but I think it was still fun because we just wanted to hang out with everyone longer. Right. But at the end, you know, normally they'll do a thing where people will have you go under like the uh, wedding well, party who have their hands in like a little And they throw pyramid. rice at you. Yeah, throw bubbles. rice. There was like four people to do that for us. <laughs> and then like the guy that was driving the shuttle was like, you guys did this day wrong. Like, I think we did it fine, sir. Thank you very much. As long as you had fun. We had a great time, but I still think that's so funny. We're just like, well, I think we did. We missed that part, but oh, well, whatever. Oh, well. Yeah. So how you been though? I've been all right. Yeah. Yeah. How was your week? My week was all right. Um, I have another interview. Ooh. Yeah, the big boy interview. Yeah, man. You're going to crush it. That's how you're going to become a legend. Okay. In yeah. 22, once you get this promotion. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Uh, it's uh, Obviously, it's an oral interview, and then I have a written assessment. That's how big boy job this is. Written? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, and I, I don't know when I start my other new position. So What, what do you have to write? I have no idea. It's like a pop quiz, like, writing assessment. Yeah. That's, wait, so it's not like a multiple choice test. You have to write an essay. Probably. Like, I know nothing about this. All I know is I have an interview, and then the written assignment will be given to me later. Have you talked to anyone else who's gone through this so that they can give you, like, a heads up? No. You should probably do that. Yeah, probably. What is up with this written interview? Because I've never heard of that in... I know that VPs at Centene, mm-hmm. they go through a very thorough exam. Like, they comb through your entire history to make sure there's no red flags. That I could get. But when if they asked any of them to do a written part of an interview, I'm sure they'd be like, ha, 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 hard pass. Even managers, I think, would be like, 
Why? No, I don't have the time. <laughs> I mean, I've given two hours to complete this thing. Yeah. No. All right. Well, hey, I hope you get it, and I hope it's not that bad. Yeah, I, I'm a Excuse me. pretty good writer. Um, I basically got my MBA through writing nice. and uh, making my teachers laugh. So That helps. I mean, being able to put your personality into whatever you're writing is very important. One, so. 100%. I mean, I <laughs> for my master's thesis, I wrote about robots. Oh. And one of the comments was, this had nothing to do with the class, but you write well, and I liked it, so... Plus, <laughs> <laughs> I remember I took a creative writing class at a, at the community college, and I did well. But there was one assignment where it was supposed to be uh, find something in the newspaper that strikes you, mm-hmm. and write a fictional piece about it. I'm like, okay, so for whatever reason, I ex- I just stopped in the obituaries and I read about um, this man who had passed, and the obituary was written by his wife, and she oh. just talked about how much she loved her husband. And I was like, oh wow, that's so sweet. And it was definitely an older couple. Mm-hmm. So I wrote about what it would be like to be this woman at her husband's funeral. Mm. And I, I was very proud of what I wrote. It was very emotional, thinking back to all the great times, thinking back to being married, getting married originally, to having children, your mm. careers, traveling and seeing the world, experiencing all these different emotions and parts of life. Uh, and it had people crying in the class because we had to read it out loud. Mm-hmm. It was like three pages, maybe long. It was probably like five pages, something like that. And then I turned it in and I got a C plus because she just didn't like me pretty much or didn't <laughs> like it. And I was like, okay, fine. And she's like, this was not exactly what I wanted. I was like, I I don't even care. I'm very proud of it. So I Perfect. made I made people feel something today. Good. So yeah. good for me. I'll take this C and spit on it whenever i'm done <laughs> oh college uh, whatever whatever so okay so you had a good work week what uh you had your friends giving yeah we had friends giving last night i'm uh, a tiny bit hungover um why is that well i don't know <laughs> some adult beverages were had um some wine spritzers i did not have any wine was it a uh, fuzzy navel no was it a cocktail of any sort no Okay, well, I was waiting for you to tell me what it was <laughs> instead of me throwing things at a dartboard. It was just whiskey, whiskey on the rocks. Nice. Yeah, Jack Daniel Rye, actually. See, I feel like, Tim, the older you get, the classier you're going to get because you like whiskey on the rocks. You like to do like gentlemanly things like smoking meats. You, you, do, you do some outdoor work. You take care of your car. It's, it's a, you're going to have a rugged, manly adult life, I feel like. Uh, okay. Oh, or not. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I take that all back. He's going to make candles in his basement. There is a candle burning. It smells great. That was why I thought of that. What? Uh, what's the scent? Uh, caramel latte. See, all right. Car- I like caramel. I like it more than chocolate myself. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm, I could go either or, but I thought I, like coffee house vibe. I dig it, yeah. especially while I drink my coffee. Anyways, back to your Friendsgiving. Yeah, it was uh, fantastic. About 14 people showed up and everyone was like, hey, we should do this more often. And I'm like, awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I posted it on my Instagram just because my house right now is a disaster. I have a small house and we have like two tables set up and just chairs all over the place. And it was just fantastic. A lot of laughs, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. My One of my favorite moments of the night was actually everyone it's kind of like family style buffet you know here's paper plates forks get your food and everyone just sits down and is silent just eating that's how good it was when that's a good meal when you have like 14 people and we're all crazy and i'm drinking so i get even more uh extroverted when i'm drinking and just everyone was silent and it was glorious. Nice. Yeah, that's how good the food was. Everyone loved my brisket. So much so that no one used barbecue sauce. See, okay, I think that's <laughs> perfect. If you put barbecue sauce on a brisket, fine. But I think you're missing out on the purity mm-hmm. of a good brisket. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's well cooked. It was very well cooked. Had a nice smoke ring around it. Uh, absolutely. Nice oh, bark. Mm, nom, 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 nom. Yep, my brown sugar special recipe. Oh, so you like it, you like it sweeter. Yeah. Okay. I like to add some spice if I can. I did that as well. Okay. Sweet and spicy. Yep. Practically. Sweet I mean, and spicy, just like Tim the Legend. Yep. Uh, so I do a rub with a brown sugar base, like half a box of brown sugar, basically, on a 10-pound brisket. Wow. See, I do brown sugar on uh, my burnt ends. 
Yeah. That's where I put in like the brown sugar and sweetness. Mm-hmm. Cuz burnt ends are like candy for me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, eh, the, the rest of it's great. That's the meal. But no, you don't get the brown sugar. <laughs> the flat cut. No, 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 no. Yeah, it was a flat cut brisket. Okay. All brown sugar. I added like salt, pepper, um some mesquite spices, a whole bunch of stuff and we did it night before Friday night. We wrapped it. So I did the rub, wrapped it really tight in plastic wrap, put it in the fridge. And when I pulled it out to actually smoke it, it's like dripping. Mm. And then I just took all those drippings in the plastic wrap and dumped it over it. Nice. So then it gets in the bowl and just like caramelizes. How long did you cook it? Only like four or five hours. What? Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm a legend at smoking, I guess. I guess. I it, if it's under 12, that's different for me. It's normally like a, I like to cook sometimes 15 hours on a brisket. Yeah, this was at 175 at, I started at 10 o'clock. Um, it was at 175 by like two, three. Wow. Yeah, added 225. Yeah, cook. That's impressive. How big was it? 10 pounds. Okay, yeah, it's a good size flat. Yeah. This was your smoking uh, podcast for the day, folks. And the secret is you cook and you get it to where it's at a good temperature. You then wrap it in, you flip it over so fat side up and then wrap it in foil. I like that. I think I've done the same thing. Yep. Very nice. And what was this? I mean, any great sides? Does anyone need, deserve to be like shouted out for bringing something that was like top notch? Um,. Uh, the dessert was great. Uh, that's a shout out to Brian and Tiffany who brought, uh, what do they call those? Macarons? Macarons? Macarons. Yes. Yeah. Kate it tasted, makes some good macarons. It tasted like apple pie. Ooh. Yeah. It was really, really good. Oh. Um, I see what you're doing there, Brian and Tiffany. Mm-hmm. You guys got some creative. Oh, wait. Was it Tiffany that made them? Yeah. yeah of yeah. course. Brian brought the alcohol. Good, so. good man, Brian. <laughs> Tiffany, though, you and my wife, I'm sure we get along great. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I wish you guys would have been here, but, you know, I understand. Next time, we'll definitely try to make it. It's, uh, the the Carnes house is, it's, um, it's survival mode sometimes. (laughs) 100%. And that's, everyone goes through that in life. We're at that place right now. We're just trying to survive and get through it. Kate and I are doing great, but man, like, we... (laughs) We just kind of look at each other. It's like, can we just sit on the couch? I don't care what's on the TV. Mm-hmm. She can throw in even The Bachelor, and I might sit in the room. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you're 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 preaching to the choir with me being an introvert. I made sure I didn't talk to anyone for like the whole week uh, to prep for Friendsgiving. <laughs> it's not even about being like I, we're pretty extroverted. I, right. I'd say I'm more extroverted than Kate, but it's just to the point where we're like. Quality time for us is relaxation and whatever that is. We did yesterday, though, go to this, I can't remember, I think it's called Stacked. It's in St. Charles. It's a uh, nacho restaurant. Interesting. Yeah. And they have all these different types of nachos. Uh, Kate got the Hawaiian barbecue, which was really good. I got the Korean barbecue, which was pretty good. But I got to give Hawaiian the the edge on that. That was excellent. Nice. Um, But. Yeah, I'd tell everyone to go check out Stacked in St. Charles. I was uh, very impressed. It was our kind of sort of date night, mm-hmm. date day in a way. Uh, and then after that, it was like, let's just sit. <laughs> I get it. I 100% get it. Yeah. But besides that, life's going okay for us. I'm uh, I'm interested to see how Thanksgiving weekend goes mm. because uh, I will be driving up to Chicago the day before Thanksgiving. I'm leaving as early as I can, preferably like five-ish in the morning, uh, and I'm picking up Kate's grandfather up in Chicago. The reason I'm leaving so early, I don't want to mess with any Chicago traffic at all, mm-hmm. so I would rather just, okay, let's get there, and then if we have to sit in St. Louis traffic, fine. If you are in St. Louis and you think traffic is bad, shut up. You are entirely wrong. Yeah, 270 could be stop and go. I'm sorry, the entire city of Chicago is stop and go on a work day. Dallas is like that, too. Yeah, Dallas is, sure. Uh, Where I was south of Dallas, it wasn't as bad. Uh, But, yes, totally agree. The problem with Chicago is you have a lot of people, and there's one direction people can't go, and that's towards the lake. (laughs) 
you can't if you live in the city. So everyone's right. trying to go north, uh, west, or south. Mm-hmm. That cuts down on a lot of traffic there, folks. So uh, right. anyways. That's, that's like a 12-hour round trip, right? It might be. It depends on, like, you know, if Hal, uh, Kate's grandpa, wants to make some stops along the way or, you know, that's... Oh. If that if we do, we do, and that's just fine. Right. I would rather just take our time, have a nice slow drive. I don't have to drive him back though, so oh, that's, that's a good, good thing. Yeah, someone else will drive him back. I'm just driving him there. Got it. Cool. It's still it's it's about six hours from St. Louis, I think. Yeah, roughly. And there's not a lot to see. I'm sorry. There, once I... And there's a whole lot of nothingness. Exactly. Until you get to Chicago. Exactly. Like once I get to Joliet, I'll be like, oh hey, there's civilization right there. And a prison. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's kind of what where we're at right now. I'm uh, I'm pretty excited, though. I know I brought up Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving is the appetizer of the holiday season. It gets us in the mood for everything uh, that's to come. And I'm pretty excited for this year because Kate and I are hosting mm. this year. Uh, so I'm... I'm cooking a turkey. As soon as I get back Wednesday, I will probably start brining it and getting it ready for uh, the next day's smoke. Luckily, it's only a 12-pound turkey, so I don't have to stay up overnight. Yeah, that's good. Yes, it is. It saves me on so much time. <laughs> Last year, I think I cooked like a, it was either, I want to say a 24-pound turkey, but it might have been bigger. Mm-hmm. And I I told Kate, I'm like, listen, I'm sorry but I'm going to sleep on the couch tonight because I don't want to wake you up because I'm going to be waking up continuously to go and check on it. She's Mm. like, okay, that's fine. I did that. I probably got about four or five hours of sleep off and on. Uh Like if it had been four or five hours of sleep continuously, that would have been better. (laughs) So I woke up though and I got it all taken care of. After we ate last year, I just passed out. Aww. I could not do anything. I was just dead from the from the lack of sleep. So, mm. so I'm excited though. Uh, we're going to be doing most of the cooking. Nice. Uh, it's not a massive group because uh, it's just Kate's family this year. Mm-hmm. So they're a smaller bunch. So it's the two nieces, uh, my sister in law, and uh, her husband's mother in law grandpa and then brother-in-law's uh mom will be there as well wow so it's not that many no overall yeah so i'll be with my parents and probably my sister and brother-in-law and maybe a cousin or two that's nice i i I think the like an intimate setting like that can be really cool as well our family has just always done big thanksgivings right so i'm usually i do a few shots before i go over to my parents oh yeah yeah i i don't i've never other let's see I don't think I've ever drank at a Thanksgiving. I have to. <laughs> if I want to survive. What? Okay. Yeah. Uh, just parents? Kind yeah, of 100%. Stuff? My yeah. parents. My sister and I, uh, I wish we would talk more, but we don't. Mm. Um, we, we get along great. We just are always busy or life, and she has two kids and a teacher, and yeah. That's a busy life. If you said teacher alone, I'd be like, yep, all right. Well, we have a mutual friend that is a teacher, and getting a hold of her is hard. It's sure. like, and adulting is already hurting cats. Like, we said our friends giving for 3 o'clock. Most people got here at, like, 4.30. Oh, wow. Because everyone had, like, other stuff that they needed to take care of or running late or I'm at the kids' soccer game or whatever, you know? And so it's always hard yeah, it to is. get together. And my parents are just crazy. I don't, I may have said it on the other show, but I do not have a great relationship with my parents. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like it's gotten better though since you've gotten older? Uh, 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 kind of? That's, no? that, I believe it. No? Yeah, Tim, I totally believe you now. <laughs> totally believe everything you just said. Right. Uh, it's, I, I don't know. It's about the same. Hmm. They still treat me like I'm 12 sometimes and I'm like, stop. Like, as soon as I see them, I'll probably end Thanksgiving. Well, there's a lot of people in the driveway. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm I'm 36. I can have people over in my house. Just tell them you're having orgies. <laughs> I, I have. <laughs> I was like, you don't want to see the basement. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I tell my parents that kind of crap all the time. Like, sure. I, I remember <laughs> I was like 16 or 17. And my mom's like, why don't you have a girlfriend? I was like, because I'm gay. <laughs> and have that go over she just laughed well that's good though yeah. she just laughed at it mm-hmm. i mean if she would have gotten upset or just like ugh, you know huffed and puffed or 
It was fine though. She laughed at it. Yeah, but I still get that question. Like, why don't you have a girlfriend? Why aren't you remarried? That kind of crap, and it just gets tiring. You know what you need to do? Get drunk before I see my parents? No, you need to go <laughs> to Slavic Baptist Church. <laughs> find yourself a nice Bosnian girl. Okay, all right. And I think that'll that'll fix some things for I, you. They're man. Russian, but okay. Oh, Russian? Slavics or well, Russian? They there's Eastern. a lot. Of different Slavic cultures. I, I think that's mostly a Russian church. That church down the street. They're, they could mostly be from Russia or yeah. Ukrainian. They could be from Belarus. They could be uh, Polish. They could be all types. Yeah, all types. I have nothing. I wouldn't be able to understand a thing. But yeah, you would, uh, you'd be in the grace of God, man. <laughs> and you just find a nice Slavic girl okay. that'll tell you this is what he says. The pastor he says yeah, we must. <laughs> Uh, I should stop. <laughs> I do love doing a, a Russian accent, but it's pretty I, silly. I could wear my tracksuit and go to this. <laughs> oh, dude, you should totally do that. <laughs> By the way, folks, if you want to find a really fun uh, Facebook group, a friend of mine who's from Russia sent this sent it to me uh, after uh, seeing pictures of me in my tracksuit from the wedding. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, squatting Slavs and tracksuits. It's so funny. I I can't help but say go check it out It'll, you'll get a good meme out of it a week perfect mm-hmm. uh, but yeah i think that's that's how you'll find a nice girl will be there okay perfect a nice european girl all right i'm hey, down they, they might want a green card buddy hey you know i'm fine with that uh cory at the the nsa <laughs> just tune that part out okay yeah, yeah, thank you very much we have to give our shout out to cory and that was ours for the day <laughs> he's not actually gonna do that Wink, wink, wink. So, but yeah, so I was thinking today, since we got Thanksgiving coming up, mm-hmm. it'd be great for us to just talk about what we're thankful for. 21's been rough uh, for me and, and Tim as well. Uh, it started off really difficult and, you know, we're, we're, we're trucking through it for sure. Mm-hmm. So I think though, for me, I really do want to make it a point to, uh, as, as we get into the appetizer of the holiday season is to maybe focus on what we are thankful for and... It could be a wide variety of things. I mean, I know I'm really thankful for my wife. She's been, she doesn't give herself enough credit, but she's been there for me through a, a very tough time. Losing Netzer was was brutal for my soul in a lot of different ways, but she she was a rock for me the entire time, and I'm so thankful for that. If I didn't have her, I probably would, I'd probably be drinking a lot more or something like that. So mm-hmm. get a bottle of... You know, McAllen and crush it in a week or something. Yeah, that's my problem with expensive alcohol. But you've cut back on your drinking. I have, except for last night. <laughs> Whoops. It's uh, a special occasion. It's okay. Right. Um, what am I thankful for? Uh, uh, friends. Like uh, the friends giving, just sitting back and we're all being idiots and just laughing and that camaraderie. And one person said we need to do this more. Another person said this is like family. That kind of funness and to have like multiple groups of people that are like that. Like I didn't even invite like the other side of my friends and just, wait, 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 wait. you've got two sides of friends. Yeah. I have multiple groups of friends. You should blend them. Yeah. I'm, I've tried to <laughs> do it again. Yeah. That's kind of what we've been talking about in our household is, Hey, we should maybe do this more often. <clears throat> not so much a Friendsgiving, but, you know, have dinner together with multiple people. Uh, so, yeah, just being thankful for that. And, you know, 18 and 19 was dumpster fires for me. And then 20 and 21, other than, like, the early part of 21, have been, like, fantastic years. And now I'm like, now I got this huge promotion that I've been waiting for. And it's, like, awesome things that are happening this fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and just having all these friends and then even i'm really thankful about this podcast we set it off air like this is just fun to do it and it's so relaxing just to hang out with my friends and bs and you poor saps have to listen to it uh yeah you poor, <laughs> poor saps. saps you gotta listen to the legend that is tim far <laughs> i would say though like we yeah we were talking about this because we, we've got to get a little uh creative with the uh, schedule coming up just due to holidays and I'll be traveling a little bit, mm-hmm. all that kind of fun stuff. But yeah, it is. I am thankful for the podcast as well because it gave me a bit of an outlet mm-hmm. and to be creative, to have some fun. The, the license to have fun is what I'm thankful for. 
Yeah. I even when I was doing improv, I sometimes didn't feel like I had the license to have fun with it. I took it seriously, and that was probably my fault there. Uh, to, you know, this is my performance art that I have to <laughs> revere and make sure everyone knows how serious I am about it. I took it too seriously at, at, at points. But with this, it's really just about, like, can this bit <laughs> make Tim laugh or Curtis smile or whatever uh-huh. while I pretend to come up with questions from a lot of people that <laughs> never wrote in questions. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the stuff I appreciate and I'm thankful for. And I don't know. I think we all probably, maybe not everyone needs a podcast or some sort of artistic outlet, but I do. Yeah. I know that for a fact. <clears throat> when I stopped speaking at church and left the church in 2019, I knew I needed an outlet because I sure do like talking. I don't like to hear my own voice, but. <laughs> You're an introvert that likes to talk. That's yeah. so fun. Yeah. That's unique in and of itself. Is it? I, I thought that was pretty common. Really? You yeah. Think introverts like to speak publicly, or yeah, really, it's a performer thing. Like uh, some of the great performers on stage, or even like celebrities, are hardcore introverts. Like Tom Cruise, I think, is a hardcore introvert. I know that's kind of a weird reference, but yeah, yeah, the Scientologist uh-huh. that is Tom Cruise. Like a lot of those guys, those huge A-list stars, are like hardcore introverts. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh. I don't care as much about them, but uh, yeah. good for them. Well, just for example, and it's a weird performer thing. Like being on stage and talking in front of people doesn't wear me out. It's when I'm around people and it's asked, like, how's the weather? I'm like, I don't, can we actually have a conversation? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know so, what I mean? <laughs> uh, so someone told me about this, about a, a pro wrestler uh, that they, uh, Brian, my best man who does pro wrestling, mm-hmm. um, he said he was talking to a friend of his who saw Eddie Kingston, a pro wrestler. At a, I think it was at a bar that was connected to a show. Okay. And Kingston had a great match, as you'd expect. And the guy was, he's kind of awkward and doesn't know what to say to people sometimes. Mm-hmm. And he just happened to be next to Eddie Kingston. He goes, he ordered his drink and he kind of looked over at Eddie Kingston and wanted to make some small talk with him. Mm-hmm. And so he just goes, so... How long have you been wrestling? And Eddie Kingston just turned away and walked away. Like immediately. He's like, nope. I don't want to talk. Like he's like, I'm not dealing with this stupid question. And it's just small talk, I'm sure, annoys certain people at that point. Right. He probably just wanted to, you know, be alone at that point and and chill. Uh but yeah, I I don't I don't know. I'm a bit extroverted, I think mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. But then I get burned out and then I'm like I don't want to see a single person. Where's my cats? They're the only ones I want to see. Kate, come on in. You can. You get to join the party. Everyone else, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's just being an extrovert that gets ran into the ground easily. I don't know. Maybe. But because that uh, being alone with cats, that's like my base. That is my <laughs> every day. I still think you should get a cat here. Well, uh, uh, Curtis. Uh, He'll be fine. Okay. Get a hairless cat. Well, there are hyper hyper allergenic hypoallergenic thank you yep i i've thought about getting one of them do it they need a home man the problem is now now that everyone's working uh no one's home cats are fine with that they'll love it i know just give them leave out some food water and a litter box and Mm. make sure they can see out a window or three and they are (laughs) so happy it's true i i don't know i just eh. do it Uh. i i will say this Get, I'm very thankful for my cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very different personalities. Benny is v- very affectionate. He'll lay on your chest and then put his face into your chin and just want to cuddle with you and be held, and it's very cute. Selena, though, I learned so much from getting that cat. Like mm-hmm. she's, I've told Kate, Selena's the reason that we got together, or we stayed together because, like, Selena accepted Kate Mm. and she did not accept many of my ex-girlfriends. She would see them just stare at them and walk away. Just like, not this one. No. (laughs) And then Kate came over to my condo, Mm -hmm. sat on the floor with her. Selena looked her up and down and went, well, this peasant will do. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I'll allow this Mm -hmm. one in here. Typical cat. Yeah. But she is still very affectionate, Mm -hmm. like, and very caring for me. Mm -hmm. Whenever I get, uh, I used to get them more often. 
but I would get anxiety attacks mm-hmm. and really big bouts of depression. Selena won't lay on you, but she would come near me at that point, and I would just hear her purring. Yep. It was, like, it was definitely like, let's soothe you, let's let's get calm here. And I will never forget those moments with that cat. Whenever people are like, oh, she's not that affectionate or loving, I'm like, bull crap, you liars. You don't know cats, basically, is what it is. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I grew up with cats, and one cat was mine. It came to me, <laughs> greeted me at the door. I talked about this a little bit. Um, every time I came home from school, and if I got upset, uh, it would be on my chest, purring, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's the best. And I mean, don't get me wrong, folks. I love dogs. Dogs are amazing as well. Dogs, though, I feel like their personalities don't, um, their personalities stick a lot with their breeds. Mm-hmm. With cats, I feel like it branches out a lot more personality wise. Sure, like a tabby might have more energy. Um, that's just a, a, a sphinx. They do they do their own thing. Or genders can be kind of crazy. Yeah, to each their own. But they will still have like a broader personality, like what they want to do when they play, where will they sleep, how they eat, or whatever. My yeah. cat Benny literally will get the kernels of dry food out of the bowl and then just play with it. He'll knock it around and then chase it, and it's like he's killing his food or something. <laughs> I don't know, but he's such a strange cat. Well, you know. Uh, yeah, I like the personalities of cats. I feel like with dogs, if you have food, they're going to be your best friend. Mm-hmm. And cats, you kind of have to work for it. Yes, you do. And I kind of like that, folks. I do, too. Hence why I had a lot of failed relationships. <laughs> had to work. I worked too hard for it. Worked way too hard for it. Mm-hmm. Didn't get me anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's another thing I'm thankful for, for sure. Which part? Cats. Cats. Yeah. That was a long diatribe about it, but I meant it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, what else am I thankful for? Health. You've gotten really healthy this year. Yeah. I've kind of slid back, but, um. It, it happens in the fall though. 100%. It's because my gym gets crazy if there's a holiday and there's so many holidays. Like even like Veterans Day, I looked at it and I was like, oh, my gym's going to be crowded. I just won't go this week. Interesting. Yeah. I never thought, uh, you know, Columbus Day. Day. Was like the most crowded. Ah, I've ever... I just love the Santa Maria. <laughs> right? Ah. So like during the holidays, I'm like, oh, I don't want to deal with it. And then I lose a day and I'm like, well. Uh. I get it. For me, it's diet. I diet. don't, I don't want to eat healthy. I don't either. It doesn't taste good. Yeah. I want to eat cheese or I, uh, Give me pasta. Nom, 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 nom. Burgers for me, man. Bur- oh, we just got at Five Guys in O'Fallon. Yeah, you mentioned that. I've been there like four times. Heck yes. Like Kate said on Friday, we just didn't want to cook. Mm-hmm. We ran some errands. We're trying to figure out where to go. And she goes, oh, what about Five Guys? I'm like, oh, this is why we're married. <laughs> There's a bar yes. right down the street from me, and they have like the best burger. Okay. Yeah. Describe. It's just a good burger. Like, I can't really... What? Come on, man. What What do you want me to say? Like, the spices and the meat? Sure. I... <laughs> Anything. If you just say, oh, it's the best burger ever, I'm like, okay. I, no, 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 no. Not the best burger ever. A really good one. That's not selling me, man. Well, you know, we'll have to go to the bar and try it for yourself. I would be down for that. I can tell you where my favorite burger is that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. It's in Chicago. This place called DMK. And it was a bison burger. Mm. And I was very surprised I liked this. Blueberry barbecue sauce. I thought it was not going to be good. Interesting. I've had blueberry barbecue sauce and it was trash. Mm. I won't say the place, but there was a place in uh, St. Charles County that had trash (laughs) barbecue. And I love barbecue. Uh It was like they had soupy macaroni and cheese. Yeah. The brisket, like it didn't have the smoke ring. It was just all kinds of bad. And then Mm. they gave me blueberry barbecue sauce with it. And Mm. I was like. I will never, ever return. But anyway, sorry, DMK in Chicago. DMK. It's like off of Sheffield and Wellington. And they also had Parmesan truffle fries. Okay. It's it's as golden as it sounds. Well, yeah, it sounds great. Good. So that was my uh, go-to place. I think I actually had my last meal in Chicago before I left was at DMK. Mm. Yeah, I just made it a point. It was like, I'm not cooking because I'm moving tomorrow. So I'm going to walk over to DMK. I mean, it sounds like we need a road trip. I Okay, I'm not traveling to places I've been. 
okay. especially not places I've lived. I'm sorry. I've told Kate, I don't plan, I, I don't want to go ju- to Chicago. I'm just saying for the burger. We eat the burger and then leave. No, that's even worse. Why? Because then I just traveled 10 hours plus 12 hours for a burger yeah, that I've like already fun. had. Sounds like fun. I haven't had it. That You go. Take Curtis. All right. You All and right. Curtis go on up there. Okay. It's really good, mm-hmm. but I just don't want to go anywhere I've been. I lived there for six years, and it was lovely. I want to see parts of the world I haven't been to, or at least haven't been to in 15 years plus. Makes sense. So I get it. Hence why we're talking about New York. We're going to New York next month. Mm -hmm. That's just a few weeks out, which I'm very excited for. Yep. Uh, We're hoping maybe Denver next year to visit my brother. Maybe a Vegas vacation that we'll say to all of our friends. Not all of our friends. Sorry, that's a lot of people. Select few friends uh, that we want to go there. And then we are still hoping to go to Europe next year. Okay. Fingers crossed. We'll see. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, the best burger I had, because I'm thankful for hamburgers. That's okay. Uh, I don't remember the restaurant. Don't remember the bar. It was in Philadelphia. I was mostly drunk my entire trip to Philadelphia. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I stayed in this really crappy hotel. It was god-awful. It was like the oldest hotel in Philadelphia or some BS like that. I feel like, okay. Old Town, Philadelphia. Was it really like the oldest or was it just a poorly maintained hotel? It was like 200 years old and it hadn't been updated. Washington probably slept there. Like That seems awesome. It was for the novelty and then like the bed was probably 200 years old. Okay. How many nights was it? Oh, like five nights. Okay. That would not be fun. No. I mean, it was right across the street, or maybe a block over from Independence Hall. Nice. Yeah, and I just hit like all the dive bars around that area because I just walked everywhere. And this burger was really good, and I had a really good beer. I'm really sad that I don't remember <laughs> this place. Shame. Because <laughs> this, I, I love uh, Imperial Stouts. That's like one of my favorite beers. And this thing was like so thick, like tar. Oh, it's it like a milkshake so, almost. It was so good and paired with the burger and I'm like, oh, I'm in heaven. And I don't remember. I would never expect Philly to be a place to get a good stout. Honestly, I feel like Philly, if I think of what I would get to drink there, it would probably be a lot of, I, not that I would get them, but I think people would order a lot of Jaeger bombs there. <laughs> it looks like a bomb sort of town okay. where they're like, yeah, we're going to get smashed and cheese sticks. Yeah, we throw a cheese stick on our mouths and nom nom nom. Just no brain cells at all. I don't <laughs> look at Philadelphia. I know it's got a lot of history, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like there's a lot of great minds being molded in Philadelphia. <laughs> See, you're laughing because it's probably true. Uh, maybe. I mean... Have you seen the uh, Bill Burr rant on Philadelphia? Yeah, I have. I feel those words sometimes. <laughs> About Philadelphia? About, well, no, that's just people in general. Well, yeah, especially after the couple years we've had. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm trying to be more graceful as best as I can be because I just feel bad for some of the choices people make. Mm. That's just my, uh, we watched a really good documentary um, on HBO. I think it's called Four Hours at the Capitol, I think is what it's called. Okay. It's about what happened on January 6th. Mm -hmm. And I was like pretty enthralled with, it was like minute by minute they were going through it all. Interesting. Yeah. And you're hearing the police officers talk and then you're hearing like the far right wingers. The there. QAnon people. I mean, it wasn't just QAnon. There was also like the promise keepers and all oh. that stuff. Uh, There's journalists. Like I, I'm going to, I'm calling them journalists, but I, they're like in the same way we're podcasters. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Let's take ourselves down a notch. We'll take them down with us for sure. But they all had very interesting perspectives. And actually the so-called journalists that were there, they seemed pretty logical overall. And Mm -hmm. they were talking about uh, one guy saw the girl that got shot and everything and how he was like, I was not ready for that. Yeah, I'm sure they probably weren't ready to shoot people either, but nevertheless, people started going in there. I don't know. Those guys are probably ready to shoot people. Like the I don't think they service. woke up that day thinking, all right, today's the day I take a life. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, the Secret Service, I mean, they're trained. Like, if they breach a certain path, 
that, okay, that's fair. Maybe that that's true. Because in my head, I could never be a Secret Service person. A, because I would tell secrets just for fun. <laughs> it's like that's a stupid secret. Corey, don't listen to that. <laughs> oh shoot, Corey. Hey, we're we're cool, right, bro? We're cool. We're, we're cool, cool, right, bro? Just tell me that. Just send me a Facebook message with a wink. That'd be so, oh, if I got that, I'd be so creeped out. Just like a winking smiley face <laughs> from the person I don't know. Yep. Oh man, I hope that happens. <laughs> I hope that happens. Yeah. Anyways, I just couldn't shoot a person either. I don't feel like. Uh, just not something I could see myself doing. If I was attacked, one hundred percent. I think I'd just start kissing them. Like self defense. Be like mm, self defense kiss. Self defense <laughs> kiss. That's what I would do. Right. I'd be there. Like I don't. This guy's giving me love. Why would I take his life? <laughs> he just changed my world. I, I, I'm definitely uh, the flight or flight response. Definitely a fighter. I, I'm sure I would in some ways. Like if I got pissed off enough and someone was attacking me, I'd be like, "All right, I'm gonna go outside and get my wood chopping axe and <laughs> throw it at you." I'm from throw a it at you. Mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, I'm more protective over other people than I am myself. So I get that. Yeah. I would probably do that for my wife. So Right. It's like I, someone's I, coming after her. All right. Time to. Oh, God. I just, just unleashed the cats on them because they can be pretty vicious. I got to mm. get my cats to become like attack cats. Attack cats. Because, okay. Benny's 20 pounds. Yeah. He's, he's a, a big small boy. jungle cat. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So he could do some damage. Yeah. Selena has beaten him up plenty of times. And I've seen her, like, beat up a dog. Nice. She wanted to take out a snake once. And I saw it, and I'm like, listen, I know you'll get him, but I'm not taking that chance. Mm -hmm. I had this apartment in O'Fallon, and it was on the third floor. And somehow, it had, like, a rock siding. The snake had crawled up the rock siding and got onto the deck. So I, I got a golf club out. First thing I did was pull (laughs) Selena back with it. And she's like, no, no, no. This one's mine. Like, Not today. And then I just got him and then flung him off the third floor. <laughs> and I just saw him land and he slithered off. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right. Yep. You, that was an interesting. And I let Selena out. She's looking everywhere like, oh, I must kill this. I must, <laughs> must kill this. Must kill this. But uh, anyways, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe I've just lost my edge. I'm just not a violent man. Uh, I can be in certain situations. Like hockey. Sexual? Yes. Like sexual situations? Definitely sexual situations. <laughs> I get highly violent. Ah, I just love you so much. I have to express it through anger. <laughs> no, especially like during hockey. Like if you mess with my goaltender and I'm playing and I usually play defense, mm. you're getting on the ground. Like I don't care how big you are. Mm. I'm knocking you over. Nice. You don't mess with my goaltender. Yeah. What, what do you attack first? Oh, it's really funny uh, because I play in a lower league, and so a lot of guys don't have good feet. Uh, so pushing them on the hip knocks them over really quickly. Sometimes I'll go for the face. Everyone's wearing a cage. The so, face? Yeah, just straight up punch them in the face. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right, Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a... I become an animal sometimes. Hmm. If you mess with the, if you hit me in the head or you mess with a goaltender or you mess with somebody else, I'm going after you. Hmm. I can take hits. I've been horizontal on the ice before or I've been. Yeah, you have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did. Horizontal on the ice uh, and slamming the boards because I've been checked or someone broke a stick over me and I'm like, that's no big deal. Hockey to me. Okay, I love (laughs) hockey, but the. the, it's, it's violent. It doesn't make sense. Like no. I get being like like the pushing and shoving some parts, mm-hmm. but the all the assaults that have taken place <laughs> in hockey. Yep. Oh yeah, I, I took my stick and put the blade upside his face. You hear like these old vets talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got my teeth knocked out because uh, I got punched in the face, and then uh, yeah, I don't remember <laughs> anything for six years. Like okay, Lawrence, good grief. Speaking of Philadelphia, there was a a game, and this was like in the seventies, where the players like jumped over the ice and started beating the crap out of fans. Yeah, oh yeah, there's several <laughs> videos of that. Uh-huh. I remember there's one from a game in Boston, or maybe it was Philadelphia, and it was with the Bruins. But this guy pulled off another guy's shoe. <laughs> a player pulled off a guy's shoe and beat him with it. Yeah, hockey. Uh... I don't get that hockey. Why you do this? I mean, it's gotten a lot more tame. I mean, there's Which still is... fights, but. Oh yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it can be entertaining, but then, like, when the fight's over, I'm like, so now you're just not going to be skating for five minutes. Mm-hmm. You're going to miss a couple shifts. I don't see how that benefited much, but okay, it's morale boost. 
hey, my teammate just beat the crap out of that person. I feel great because I'm a man and I have testosterone. You know what else would be better? Hmm. Scoring a freaking goal. Yeah, that too. That's way better morale boost. And mm-hmm. it's a point. Mm-hmm. It's a goal. Well, you know, you're talking about mostly drunks. Uh, so that's <laughs> interesting news. All right. I'm going to just be like, oh, Connor McDavid skating out there drunk. I'd be amazed if that, that guy flies. If I saw him skating, folks, if you're not into hockey, just watch highlights of Connor McDavid. Dude, he's a stud. He's an incredible human being with the way he just, he skates faster than everyone on the ice by a lot. By a lot. Yeah. He's a good player. I mean, like we've got, the blues have some faster guys. Kairou's pretty fast and Thomas and Tarasenko have some speed. But he, I feel like McDavid would skate three laps if they did two. Yep. Like, it's just good grief. Yeah. And most hockey players I know, even professional ones, are hardcore alcoholics. Hardcore. Yeah. I think, though, it's tampered down some. Now they don't. Probably. Yeah, because everyone's big into <clears throat> nutrition now, which is probably for the best. Mm-hmm. They can't be like Brett Hull and be hungover and score two goals on a random thursday night right they've got a the golden brett oh man i still love that basically his job is to drink with sponsors Mm -hmm. uh, prospective sponsors and party with them like yeah we'll pay brett hole some money to do that and it works and it works i mean i remember playing with some old timers uh in my league and they'll be like oh yeah brett hall would just show up in the bar yeah and just hang with us and drink can you imagine someone getting in a bar fight with, like, Tony Twist? Oh, you'd die. Yeah! <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine if, like, some idiot went out there, tried to start a bar fight with Kelly Chase and Tony Twist just happened to be there. It's mm. like, oh, my God, your life will never be the same. No. I mean, now, granted, athletes can't do that as much anymore. No. We had cameras, and people are wiser to be like, oh, I can sue this person for a lot of money. Yep. But back in the 90s... You could get away with some serious assaults. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I'm thankful that that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I'm thankful for serious assaults. I'm, I'm thankful <laughs> for, a, for felony assault charges. Because <laughs> uh, I will be charging someone and making some money. No. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, that, was, uh, that was one thing I just don't get with hockey is the fighting aspect of it. Although some of the guys that are fighters tend to be very funny personalities. Anyways. It's true. Yeah. Uh, another thing I'm uh, really thankful for is uh, I'm, I'm thankful for my family. Hmm. Um, you know, it's my dad's health is not the best and it might be getting worse kind of soon. Mm-hmm. But uh, this past week, uh, actually on Friday, we decided to get lunch. And um, it was a nice conversation. We had a good time. Uh, one thing with my dad, he's not, um, how do I put it? His... Uh, I don't know, range of topics that he likes to talk about are very limited. Oh, got it. Pretty much just spirituality and, and Christianity and Jesus. That's it. I'm like, okay, all right. Uh, but we had still a nice conversation, and we were Good. able to talk about like a Dietrich Bonhoeffer, uh, who's a German. He was a German pastor during World War II. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, for the folks at home, he was a pastor during World War II, who during the entire time of Hitler's reign preached against Hitler. Uh, and he and it he ended up getting uh, executed because he was part of a plot to assassinate Hitler. Uh, but basically, his whole thing was uh, people are saying you should probably leave Germany. He said, "I'm not going to leave during the bad times because then I won't be deserve to be here during the good times." Uh, and I think his his tour de force work is uh, called "The Cost of Discipleship." If you're interested in reading it, I'd recommend it. Uh, my dad, though, I talked to him about that. Um, and he's like, oh, can you buy that for me for Christmas? I'm like, yeah, sure. That's great. My dad and I didn't have the best relationship growing up. Mm -hmm. And it's because my dad doesn't always know how to connect with people emotionally. Mm -hmm. Um, that's just not his strong suit. And there's reasons for that. Um, but it was just a nice conversation to have where it's like, okay, I understand this is what he needs. This is what he wants. Cool. Let's just, we'll enjoy that. Uh, my nieces are also absolutely awesome. I mean, you got to meet Peyton and Ryan, Thea, and yeah, they're I, awesome kids. I picked up one. Yes, uh, Ryan. She's, yeah. she's a character. She's really funny. I'm glad she was game and didn't worry about the creepy old man carrying her. She was like, <laughs> she actually said, what's the guy's name that picked me up? I'm like, what are you talking about? At the wedding. I'm like, oh, Tim. She's like, Tim what? Tim Farr. Okay. 
I'll see if I can find him. I was like, why? She's because she thought you had the pictures on social media. I was like, I don't think he has them yet. She's like, ugh, people are worthless. <laughs> she's just, she's full. Of, she's a what, seventeen-year-old kid. So she's got right. lots of opinions. Why would I have the picture? I think she thought I gave all the pictures out to the guys before they got out to her. Oh. So just all miscommunication. Right. Cool. So no worries. Whatever. But um, our, <laughs> the logic thought there of hey, he will have the pictures. Okay. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, right. But uh, the she's a great kid, really funny. My nineteen-year-old, or is she nineteen or is she twenty? She might be twenty now. Gosh. Yeah, we're old men. Yeah, we are. Um, because I'm trying to remember how old I was when she was born. So maybe she's still nine. No, she's she's twenty. Crap. Uh, <laughs> my niece Peyton. Really smart, hardworking girl. Just she's doing great and really proud of her. Ryan, though, is finishing high school in December. Wow. Yeah, finishing early. Wow. So I'm, like, really proud of that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I was a slacker during high school. I was, too, in many ways. So, yeah, good for her, though. Yeah, 100%. I realize, looking back to my high school and how much of I was a slacker, how much that has been detrimental to like the college experience and all of that. How could you know that though, as a kid? You no, really can't. Well, and I was in a mind frame because I was working at the church, not working, but volunteering for the church, and that was my life. Instead of like school, like why am I going to school? I have this. So, I did kind of a similar thing though. Right. I, I mean, I was I helped out a lot with at first, just mm-hmm. doing. I, I, even had a job there where I did odds and ends work, you know, like adding extra um, offering envelopes to the pews and sharpening the pencils or whatever <laughs> that were at the pews, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I did similar stuff. It is so interesting how similar we are. It is. With it's that. Kind of strange, actually. Uh, yeah, I, I just remember almost dropping out of college. Really? Because I was like, I'm already doing the thing that I want to do. Why, why spend all this money and blah, 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 and it ended up being kind of worthless, but, you know. Well, I mean, a lot of kids go through that. Yeah. They, they want to stop doing something, and then they come back to it later. I really wish, one thing that would have, I, I wish would have been communicated to me was that, hey, you're going to try a lot of things as you get older in life, mm-hmm. and that's okay. You might stick with one job, but then you'll try a different part of that job. Mm-hmm. So just be ready for that. I don't think I ever got that warning. Maybe I did as a kid. I just didn't listen, <laughs> which is entirely possible. Yeah, because you think you know everything when you're that young. I still do. Yeah, Come right, on now. Right. I'm still I'm making you a legend and I'm quoting <laughs> Babe Ruth perfectly. So, um, I mean, I also got married uh, when I was 22 and we're still in college. Yeah, it was. I wanted to be done with college, which is really funny because... Later in life, I would find uh, me going back to college and loving it. Mm. Like when I got my history degree and my MBA, I loved it. And I've actually toyed with, well, I want to go back and get another degree. And I'm like, why on earth? But I like it. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Uh, you're at an age now where knowledge is stimulating the brain. Yeah. When before, you're just like, I. one thing that sucks when you're in middle school and high school is you have to learn this stuff. Because if you don't, you'll just have to stay another year. Right. So having that hang over your head, as opposed to when you're in college. Well, even like my first round, my first degree, I felt that way. Okay. Well. It was just later in life. You were still trying to just get to that degree and Mm -hmm. think, I'm done. You're just trying to get to a finish line. Yep. As opposed to you got older and you're like, I want the experience. Well, in the pursuit of knowledge. Yeah. That's the experience. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just kind of a weird thing. It makes sense, though. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. That's all. So, right. And I went through a divorce when my second degree happened. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was awesome, said the divorce guy. <laughs> like, I remember talking to one of my professors because I had, like, a paper or something to do. And I'm like, look, here's the sitch. <laughs> this is probably going to be awful. Yeah. But, you know, this is what's going on in my life. Uh my wife just left me. I'm in a great, happy place in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did think it was interesting at the wedding that I had more groomsmen that were divorced than married. 
three to two. Three to two. I was like, oh, that's an interesting score to keep track of there. Yeah. <laughs> so I won't out any of the other guys, just you and that. And I was like, hmm. Hmm. Three to two here. All right. Well, we'll get through this. Yeah, absolutely. And you had me <laughs> do your back renewal. Well, hey, everyone uh, gave me advice on what to put for the uh, um, uh, the vows. Yeah. And I still love David Shepherd's. I I have nothing. I, have I failed you. <laughs> <laughs> Which was great to read that at the end. <laughs> I I read all of these different vows. To uh, well, we we had a podcast over it. We did. Did we talk about the vows? We did the vows Dead on the podcast. I'm not drunk, folks. I'm just tired. <laughs> yeah. That's why I just did as little as I could yesterday, because I'm tired. Yeah. That's... But I'm thankful. Yeah. You know what they don't have a lot of? What? Thanksgiving movies. They don't. That's interesting, too. Like, I get, we. I love Christmas movies, and I'm ready to start watching them, folks. I've already watched a few Hallmark ones. But they don't have a lot of Thanksgiving. There's what, planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. And then that's it that I can think of. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. The reason why I don't get it is because Thanksgiving is just ripe for family drama. It could totally or even like Friendsgiving. That could be a a Seth Rogan comedy or something. I don't know. I guess because Christmas is so romanticized. It is. And the whole lovey-dovey thing, and that's all those movies are. Yeah, I get it. Thanksgiving can be that way as well. Oh, can it? I feel like. Really? It's just sitting around eating food. See, okay. I would love now to see the movie Far Family Thanksgiving. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm. Oh, man. It could just be... When we go back and do the life movie of me. Yep. With who? Who's playing me? The Hawkeye guy? Oh, yeah. Jeremy Renner. Yeah. And we can have a family Thanksgiving. Okay, cool. I still think like, <laughs> and if Wes Anderson directed it, okay, even better because then it would just have this like, oh, in the background is all the Christmas stuff out already. Oh, so then, God. yeah, I know you hate it. PTSD. But it, it would just make for an interesting visual. This is why. I Who drink. would you, you play your parents? Oh God, I, I have to be in their seventies. Okay. Old looking. I have no idea. Well, I don't know what your parents look like, so I can't even. Yeah. Make a guess on it. Oh, it, there's. Oh. <laughs> Who would you have play your sister? Oh, that's a good one. I don't know if I have. Who would pair well with Jeremy Renner? Like, has good chemistry and sarcasm and that kind of thing. Uh, I mean, I once again, I don't know what your sister looks like. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't really describe. I, I, I'm guessing it's not, you know, Thandie Newton or an African American actress. No. So, that would be funny. Okay, you could. <laughs> you could. Just be like, yeah, one of us was adopted. I'm not saying who. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Chelsea Handler. I'm just picking someone mm, now. No. <laughs> God, no. I'll bet they would have some... She would have to have like comedic chops. Okay. Because um, me and my sister... Uh, Kristen Wiig. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. I mean, my sister's a brunette, but oh, fine. Kristen Wiig's a brunette. I thought she was blonde. She might be now. They change change hair. Out That's fine too for jobs. But I remember on SNL having brown hair. Yeah, and in bridesmaids. Okay, fair. You seem you seem sort of into the idea. <laughs> Anyways, all I'm saying is it make a great great scene. A great scene. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. My. Uh, yeah. Just I always get kind of weirded out about Thanksgiving and Christmas because I have to deal with my parents and. Uh, and then my birthday is right around the corner, and we're old men, and it just... I don't really do anything for my birthday. I don't either. I usually go on a road trip, get away I, from everybody. I'm just ready to put on Facebook, I'm 37, I'm not old. That's it. <laughs> just that one quote from my favorite scene in Monty Python. <laughs> my name's Dennis. <laughs> I didn't know you were called Dennis. We didn't bother to ask now, did you? It's old woman. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about the old woman thing. <laughs> There's just so many great lines from that scene. It's my favorite. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I mean, we, we chatted about what we're thankful for. Uh, I'm really thankful, though, for Tim. And I'm going to tell you why, folks. Tim, uh, he is the brain trust with all of this. He was, he's just been pushing, he was pushing me into this a little bit. <laughs> and I was nervous about it. But I'm so thankful that I have a friend who is there for the good times and there for the bad times. Tim shows up. That's what I love about the guy. Not everyone does. There's plenty of people out there 
And there's been times I haven't showed up because I'm tired often. (laughs) But Tim's not, and I love that about him. Even if he's tired, he's going to show up. There's just something about the guy where there's a drive to make sure others are okay. And I do love that about you, man. Well, thank you. You need to know that. Thank you. Yeah. I will accept that. Good. I guess we can cut this one off now, I think. Man. Well, I'm thankful for you, Caleb. I was I was hoping you would say that. Yeah. I was going to push it, but you know. Well, both more smoke. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, having you on the podcast and just the laughter that we do share, it's so joyful. I look forward to every weekend that we spend together. Now it's literally every weekend that we'll spend together. Um, and it's just been a, a breath breath of fresh air for me. And it, it you kind of slink me out of my little hole, my introverted hole, and make me a little bit more extroverted. And yeah, I'm really thankful for that. Something I've always hoped that I could do. Honestly, folks, the person I model that after who who I've taken that from was my grandpa. Mm-hmm. He had that skill. Just for whatever reason, it, it could be a three-year-old little kid that just wants to play and he would, you know, throw a ball with them or he would get down on the floor and play dolls with my nieces. And then it could be a grown man. Can and you play dolls just, with me? Sure. All right. I think I've got my old pro wrestling figures <laughs> in my basement. I could pull those out. <laughs> I saved my mom saved them, and then I opened them up, and I'm like, oh, the memories came flooding back. Oh, that's awesome. In fact, I showed them to Colin when he came over to visit, and he's like, dude, we used to play with these all the time. I'm like, I know. <laughs> Fantastic. But hey, I love you, man. I love you too. God save the queen. Thank you, Corey.